Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop, where each week and every week we mix old with old and new with new and mix alcohol with caffeine. Yes, which is a mix of old and old and old and new and new and new. Yes, because all both of those have been around for a very long time. In various forms. So, time to have a pick-me-up. I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. Me back the flashbacks to the clubs, yeah, long like, nights, and you know, two in the morning time for Jaeger bombs. Yes, that that picked me up yep. before you fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, Man. back before the lockouts and last drinks when bars were open all night and would serve drinks all night. Yeah, back when we were younger, back when we weren't old. <laughs> Speak for yourself. You're older than me, mate. (laughs) You're only as old as you feel, my friend. So, Mickle, when was the first when was the first time you had any kind of caffeinated cocktail? Any kind of caffeinate caffeination alcohol blend? Oh, that's a tough call. I would assume many, many years ago now. Hmm. Well, I I reckon I had one when I was 18. I think I was probably 18 when I had my first caffeinated cocktail. And it probably was a Jaeger bomb, if I'm honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine was definitely a Jaeger bomb. Because uh, I am... My birthday's in October, so I am younger than most of my friends. So they are... Well, when I was growing up, I was younger than most of my friends. And so they'd all hit the party scene, hit the clubbing scene with their older siblings and already knew what to do. And here I am just tagging along and they're like, hey, drink this. What, like shot and then drink? No, no, you drop the shot in. Oh, okay. I'll give that a go. <laughs> yeah, and that that was basically, yeah, the call came out, Jaeger bombs and everyone you know goes to the bar and they line them along the bar and you drop mm. them in and... It used yeah. to get pretty fancy. I remember seeing a bartender line up a stack of Jaeger bombs and they had, you know, 10, 15 different glasses across the bar filled up with Red Bull and they had the shot of Jägermeister sitting on top. Yes, the Jaeger train. The Jaeger train. And they'd, uh, they'd, basically, they'd basically pour one in and then knock the next, next glass off and... It would knock the the subsequent glasses, shot glasses into the next drink, and everyone would like, everyone would grab them. Yeah, like a stack of dominoes, they all get knocked down, and then everyone gets knocked on their asses. Yeah, kind kind of like a Mexican wave for booze. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and certainly yeah. I think that was that was where it began. And dare I say it, if we now start getting into the slightly historical stuff because we segued to it so well mm-hmm. that um, the Jaeger bomb can kind of be looked at as the granddaddy of the energy drink in a drink. 
Yeah. Which began allegedly somewhere in Northern California in 1997. Mm. The late 90s was where it, where it's at. Picture. We have tape decks, Walkmans, uh, people with bad, ill-fitting shirts with flames on them. <laughs> or was that a 2000s thing? I think that was a 2000s thing. Mm. I think you, you should be thinking more um, Stussy. Mm. Mm. I'll, I'll just pretend I know. Or, I'll just pretend yeah. I know what that means. It still exists to this day. People still wear it. They don't realize it's a nineties thing, or maybe they do, and that's why they wear it. I don't know. Maybe fashion is cyclical, after all. Yes, but we are not a fashion podcast. <laughs> uh, you'll have to forgive that siren in the background. They're looking for you, Mickle. They're hunting. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um. You can probably tell that we've had a Jaeger bomb already, given that first off the intro was plop, and second of all, we're a little bit hyper. <laughs> yes, it's happened. We did, did it, it the way you're supposed to, did which we? is well, mostly, mostly, mostly. I I didn't skull mine in one go. I just I can't. I'm not going to sleep as it is because caffeine really hits me. Especially at this time of night. Oh, dear. You'll be fine. I'll be fine. I just won't sleep. Tomorrow's going to be a write-off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. The things we do for the podcast. Yes, indeed. Remember that we love you. That's yes. why we do it. This is why we do it. And we love trying new things and that weird too. things. I mean, this is, I mean, it's not a new thing. Yeah. But it's the first time in quite some time. It's got to be at least five years mm. since I've had a Jaeger bomb. But we digress. Yes, back to history. We're talking about... Actually, what are some like 90s bands? Backstreet Boys, Spice Girls. Yes, well, Backstreet was back. Backstreet. All right. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> Backstreet's back, all right. And we have Jaeger Bombs. One... Enterprising bartender decided that Jägermeister needed needed a little extra kick to make it popular again. Yes, of course, there is a a tale of the tape around this. There always is some sort of a story of how it came to be. And this one alleges that somewhere in the ski fields of Lake Tahoe, north or south, no one can really say for sure... Scott O'Neill and his friends rocked up to a bar and said, We like Red Bull. We like Jaeger. Yo, barkeep, mix the two together. <laughs> and the Jaeger bomb was born. And in in all likelihood, that was pretty much the case. Because yeah. it, th- there's, a, there's a theory where, you know, they... Uh, red, red, the theory is Red Bull gives you wings and... Jägermeister, it helps to imbibe you with the essence of the hunt. So, yes, so a flying stag. A flying stag appears. Mm. Throw a Pokeball at it. <laughs> <laughs> and there, you know, I think that theory is total bullshit, to be honest. Yeah, but people like a good story. People love a good story. And I mean, it does sort of make sense that it may have come about in a bar on a ski field. 
because mm. skiers they want to, especially the the young skiers, they want to ski all day and drink all night. Yeah, and you hit that point where you want to, you don't want to slow down, you don't want to start drinking something softer, but you don't want to go to sleep either. Mm. How do you fix that? Well, you can't just have Red Bull. There's no alcohol in that. No, not when you're at a bar. Yeah, so add the Jaeger. But that began something because it was good, because people drank it and they said it was good. And yay, light shone down upon them from above. <laughs> and they realized they were about to black out. But no, it, was, it began something. And by 2002, pre-mixed energy drinks with alcohol were coming out. Oh, yeah. And around that time, things like Spark and Four Loco were popping up. Mm. Although Four Loco didn't last very long, there was a a law that was passed to stop Four Loco producing alcohol and caffeine in the same drink. Mm. Its recipe has been changed, apparently, mm. as thus it continues to exist. It does continue, yeah, it continues to exist without the caffeine. Or with a different source of caffeine. Really? Or something else to give the same effect. Yeah. Like taurine or something. I don't know, but they're not allowed to put caffeine in it anymore. Yeah, because there were uh, a number of medical issues arose from this, I guess, golden age of caffeinated alcoholic beverages (laughs) where people were going so hard on them for so long Mm. that they were ending up in emergency. Literally going loco. Yeah. And so, yes, laws were passed and things were done. And a vast number of pre-mixed, a vast number of pre-mixed alcoholic energy drinks that were for sale in America either discontinued or changed their recipe. Because, mm. of course, we need to not. They, they, yeah, they can't sell things that are going to actually kill people. No, well, I mean, they're supposed to do things sensibly. Mm. I I have a recollection from, I think I was 23 or so, maybe, 22, 23, where there was a bar that I was frequenting at the time Mm. that was selling one-liter jugs of vodka and mother. Holy shit. And for a good price, like 10 bucks for a jug. Wow. Like crazy price. And it was supposed to not be for you. The idea was you get that, you get a number of glasses, you and your friends share it. You didn't share it, did oh, you? They had absolutely no issue with giving me two of them. Mm. And I was just walking around one in each hand drinking straight from the jug. <laughs> Double fisting that. Double fisting one liter, two liters of vodka and mother. Holy shit. That's a lot of, that's a lot of energy. And I was going all night on that shit. Like, was, yeah. It's a it's it's very messy. This is the yeah. messy edition of the of a good drop. Yeah, we're talking. This, yeah, this is the one where we tell you all the things that don't try this at home. We did it, and it was a bad idea. Oh yeah, the hangovers. Like I, when I was twenty two, twenty three, I didn't get hangovers unless I had unless I was drinking Jaeger bombs or something equivalent. And that's because I would just drink so much that I would I would be sick. Because, as as we as we all know, caffeine has an as an opposite effect to alcohol. Yeah, so they they fight each other, and it has the tendency to make you think you're far more sober than you actually are. Mm. So you just keep throwing them back and throwing them back. Exactly, 
uh, until you throw it back and keep going back and pass out. Yeah, well, so if you're lucky, you pass out and mm. then you stop. Otherwise, you just go all night and then you're still buzzed and somehow you go to work. Yeah. Probably still drunk. Probably still drunk, yes. Mm. Not that any of us have ever done that. And you shouldn't, dear listeners. No. Drink responsibly. Don't do what Johnny Don't does. Uh, so, this is a caffeinated cocktails episode, not a Jaeger Bombs episode. Yes, that is correct, which is why we did mention pre-mixed energy drinks. Mm. And why we should, I guess, remind you, as you'd know if you've listened to our cocktails episodes, that anything that contains an alcohol plus one other thing or more counts as a cocktail. Mm. Although the uh, uh, spirit and single mixer is generally considered a highball. It is, but technically a highball is still a cocktail. Yes, but not all cocktails are highballs. Yes. Yeah. You know that like some things are some things, but not always. Yeah, because like a a bourbon and coke is a cocktail. It's also a highball. Mm. Because it's a spirit, a shot of a spirit and a mixer. Yeah, Mm. exactly. Speaking of bourbon and coke... That is another caffeinated cocktail. That is another caffeinated cocktail indeed. Mm. Uh, what else can you get? Coffee, Irish coffee. Yes, we have. We did mention coffee previously, but let's like not not in this episode, obviously. Mm. But in our coffee episode, you'd better believe we talked about coffee <laughs> for some reason or another. Yeah, you know, coffee and espresso. And um, yeah, fantastic. Irishing up coffee is something that has been like people have been adding caffeine to drinks mm. since the twenties. Yeah. When people began Irishing up their coffee. Well, the, the Irish coffee didn't become popular until the 1950s. Mm, true, but that's you know, when it became popular. Yes. Uh, the other very popular caffeinated cocktail is one we've had before, the hot toddy. Yes. Tea has quite a significant amount of caffeine in it. Mm, very true. Mm. Uh, but also because it has a lot of antioxidants in it too... It tends not to give you jitters, make you, or it tends not to make you feel jittery like coffee can. Yes, well, it's medicinal after all, the hot toddy. Sure, it is. Maybe it used to be. That's what they say. Not anymore. Um, there are so like you can use coffee in so many ways in cocktails now. I know of some bartenders that are getting very experimental with the way they use coffee. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, there's... Well, let's not get into it too much because, you know, I I was about to start listing off different cocktails that have it, and I thought, no, no, we did an episode on this. Mm. Let's let's not get into that. Mm. But but it's still worth mentioning and talking about because it's caffeinated. Mm, It is indeed. I mean, even when you have a uh, Sambuca de la Mosca, technically you've caffeinated your drink by putting a coffee bean in it. Technically. But not much, but a little. Yeah. Uh, it's al- not much of a... It's a small drink, so, you know. Yeah. A little bit of drink, a little bit of caffeine. Mm, you've also got an affogato. That's a very, very nice one. I forgot all about that. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what I... During the research for this episode, I noticed that... There was a lot of, um, a lot of cocktails, or more than more than a few cocktails that mentioned amaro to mix mm. with coffee. 
That's interesting because we weren't massive fans. It's so immensely bitter. Oh, yeah. That's the probably the worst drink I've had. I mean, it, it's good at what it is. It's exactly what it says on the bottle. But yeah, it, it is bitter and it definitely makes you want to eat something. Yeah. Um, but apparently it goes, yeah, it, it blends really well with coffee. Mm. And yeah, that is a caffeinated cocktail right there. Um, but yeah, the they, bartenders are getting very exper- experimental with new age cocktails, like new age co- coffee cocktails. They're doing things like cold cold brew and um, drip, cold drip, and mixing it with mixing it in cocktails. Yeah, and you're going to end up with a fair amount of caffeine in a cocktail, depending on how you've prepared that coffee. Mm. Absolutely. Not not everything has to be espresso. That's right. Mm. That's there, right. There was a really nice uh, cocktail that I looked at and I thought, should have bought that instead of Jägermeister and Red Bull. And it, But I don't have an espresso machine. So this was a Bailey's iced coffee where you have uh, two or th- 200 mils of Bailey's and then you top it up with... Uh, iced with coffee ice cubes, fresh fresh brewed coffee frozen in ice cubes. <clears throat> Interesting. Hmm. I mean that that sounds like something you'd be able to organise because you've got an espresso machine. Well, yes, I also have a cold brew setup, hmm. which would probably make better ice cubes. True. Very true. You also have a wonderful barista as a fiancé. Yes, that too. That too. She'll she'll make coffee better than any of us. I guess we should very briefly mention how we've spent a lot more time talking about coffee in caffeinated cocktails than energy drinks. And it's, it's a safer way to do it. True. True. It is a much safer way to have a caffeinated cocktail because, as a general rule, there's less caffeine in coffee. Yeah. Like these days, most bars, like traditionally, the Jagerbomb began as a full can of Red Bull with a shot of Jager dropped into it. But these days, it's a half a can of Red Bull with a shot of Jager dropped into it. Mm. And I think most of the. The reason for that, the reasoning behind that is that that's expensive and it's cutting into the bartender's profit. Uh, but also, Red Bull and Jägermeister is very easy to drink. Yeah, and admittedly, I've noticed a lot of bars, though, they'll pour it like half the can of Red Bull and the shot of whatever, if it's a, you know, if it's a Jägerbomb or if it's a vodka Red Bull or whatever, mm. and then they'll just give you the other half of the can. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you bought the can here. Have the other half. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. It's nice when they do that. Yeah. Well, and I guess while you're drinking that, you're not drinking more alcohol because yeah. you're not going to go back for another drink until you finished it. True. That is true. And as we did touch on slightly earlier, a number of studies have been done into the way it prevents your brain's natural 
reflexes, if you will, from kicking in to warn you that you're drinking too much. Mm. And, and that makes energy caffeinated cocktails quite dangerous if you're having if you're having a lot. Which is why we would will recommend coffee cocktails versus energy drink cocktails. Yeah. I mean, energy drinks are not good for you on a good day. No, like one, maybe if you really need to pick me up. Mm. But one a, one a month. <laughs> but yeah, leave it at leave it at the recommended amounts as per the can. Mm. Yeah, I'm actually feeling a little bit ill from that Jaeger bomb. Oh dear. Ugh. Just general, like, mm. hyped. And I suppose it's because I haven't eaten, had haven't had dinner yet. So we're, we're starting to run out of things to talk about. But what's your favorite caffeinated cocktail? Um, funnily enough, it's one that I happened upon in Thailand, mm. which is whiskey and Red Bull. Really? Mm-hmm. Though it may have been rum, it's hard to tell. <laughs> but it was it was either a very whiskey tasting rum or a very rum tasting whiskey. Mm. But some sort of brown spirit and Red Bull <laughs> and Coke. Gotcha. Wow. Red Bull. And, and it's good. Wow. And I have I mean just because I prefer the taste of Well, I wouldn't say Mother, but there's another one that I like better. Monster. I prefer Monster. the taste of Monster to the other energy drinks. So I've, you know, on occasion been known to have a Monster and whiskey. Right. Like if I need a pick-me-up beverage in the middle of a, a party or something. Hmm. You know, just the one where I'll, you know, crack a can, drink a little bit out the top, <laughs> pour in a little, you know, pour in a shot of whiskey and then... Drink the can. There you go. Hmm. And it goes remarkably well. Mm. I mean, in Thailand, they serve it in a bucket. Well, of course they of do. Of course, yeah. yeah. All mixed together in a bucket. Wow. Yes, the Coke and the concentrated Thai Red Bull. A whole bucket, far out. And the... It's a little bucket. <laughs> I'm just imagining one of those t- plastic 10-litre buckets you get from Bunnings. <laughs> Probably like two and a half liters or something. <laughs> That's <laughs> still a lot of booze. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little bucket. Basically, and, a jug. Yeah, I think about. I'm pretty sure one of these was about seven standards or something. It was a drink you should sit on all night. I think my favorite uh, caffeinated cocktail at the moment is an affogato, shot of coffee, shot of Kahlua, poured over ice cream. Mm, and it's, it's a that's a summer. Cocktail. It's not exactly a drink. You no. kind of eat, need to eat it with a spoon. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could make a milkshake form of it. Yeah. Then it would be a cocktail. A thick shake. Yeah. I forgot a thick shake. I forgot mm. a thick shake. Could be onto something. Mix in some um, Oreos as well. Yeah, as soon as McDonald's in Australia is licensed to serve alcohol, <laughs> we'll be loving it. We'll be loving it. Mix a shot of um, Bailey's into your McFlurry. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Um, I haven't got anything else. Yeah, no, that's that's it. This was a uh, a short and sweet one. 
Hmm. Uh, so if you liked what you heard, everybody, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We are a good drop all about alcohol on your favorite podcast app, including Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and many more. Yes, you can also find us on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram as a good drop podcast. Hmm. And if you want to check out our backlog of previous episodes, jump on our website, agooddrop.com.au. Or if you've got any comments, questions, feedback, suggestions for future episodes, or if you've got a favorite caffeinated cocktail and you think we should know about it, send us an email to agooddrop at gmail.com. And be sure to tune in to our next episode when we travel way back to give you part two of something that began long, long ago. We are doing part two of our homebrew episode because it's time. Hmm. We've, we've had a bottle of mead aging since that day. Since that day in 2018. It's going to be good. I hope so. This was a good... This was pretty tasty. Uh, this was pretty tasty when we tried, when we tried it after, after a few weeks. So aging it for uh, about for nearly two years should be good yes tune in to hear how you can do that with your own homebrew hmm. and more and more until next time cheers, cheers.